The following podcast contains some mild swearing and descriptions of sexual situations. Viewer discretion is advised. Spoiler alert. Hello and welcome to another episode of Showbiz Lingo. I'm Christy Fermide. <laughs> welcome to. Oops, sorry, wrong show. <laughs> welcome to Third World Cinema Club. I'm John Tawasil of Present Confusion. I'm Jim of JP Lorapa at blogspot.com. I'm Bat Bat. RiverCity.net. And um, joining us later will be Tristan Zinampan of of a lot of things, including Rappler, Screen Anarchy, Screen Anarchy, and, and reviews. And film police reviews with a cameo at the in the BBC. <laughs> so anyway, um, we're here to talk about a lot of stuff, a lot of things. But um, the first agenda of the day is the recently concluded, as of today, um, Two Farm Film Festival 2018. So this is this film festival is the third edition of the film festival and it's it's probably the best edition so far yeah, in my opinion anyway um, it has it featured six films and four of those films were so successful that they extended the run of the festival for two weeks which is kind of unprecedented in terms of you know in in this very competitive film market here in the Philippines so um, we'll be talking about each of the films in this film festival what did we think about these films and uh, let's begin with the first film Kauyagan okay Kauyagan is a film about um, it's it's about this musician he works at, at a bar and um, one day he is arrested because he looks like a rebel, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And um, no, actually, uh, the timeline is he was arrested and then later he worked at a bar. Okay. So he was arrested, then he worked at a bar as a musician. Meanwhile, his family back in the province, I think this is in Bukidnon, they are looking for a new tribe leader. Yes. They hope that that guy would be the new tribe leader. And of course, it's it's your classic ano, um, tradition versus you know freedom kind of narrative. Um, and it's also a kind of a musical, kind of a musical. Kind of a musical. Yeah, kind of a musical. Uh, so, so here in the club, only DJ, DJ and I have seen it. So, DJ, what did you think of Kauyagan, our way of life? Uh, it's a film that I wanted to enjoy and I did enjoy most of it but it plays by different rules na supposedly yun niya, parang it's somewhat of a musical na 
the, the, the backbone is yung tradition versus uh, or society first or self first na conflict. Pero iba, iba yung rhythm ng story kasi parang you would expect it to go this way based dun sa yung convention na yun, but it does not. Um, nung when you were describing the plot, the, the summary before, uh, nalito ka di ba na ano ba yeah. yung timeline niya? Kasi that's how the story goes eh. Hindi clear yung which came first. Which came first and then uh, actually may unresolved issues eh. Yung, yung part na yun na his being a musician at a bar in Manila. Yeah. It was never clearly connected to the rest of the story eh. You yeah. just uh, have to deduce it na lang. Na based on your ideas from other movies, siguro nagarin yun ngare. Pero it was not that clear in the movie. I, I thought Kauyagan was yeah. It it had it had its charms, but it was really roughly constructed, and uh, the timeline was kind of confusing. There were a lot of um, events that I I couldn't exactly place saan siya pwedeng ipasok. Um, nalito din ako na yung meron yung mga bata, di ba? Tapos, hindi ko kaagad na-realize na parang sila-sila lang din yun. Later. Ah, yes. uh, parang yun din. Uh, hindi lang siya there's another part of the story na meron ding before oh, and way before parang way, way before, before yeah. nung bata pa sila and hindi kasi ganun ka-clear na sila din pala yun when they grew up later yeah story. parang ibang I thought they were at, at first I thought it was referring to different people um yun so medyo naguluhan ako sa kanya overall pero um it's not it's not like terrible na hindi ko it's not that it's not that bad. I mean, um, I enjoy ko yung occasional like uh, what do you call this? I enjoy the occasional musical musical number. And um, I I thought na talaga magfo full on musical sila eh. Pero yun nga, the film's very confused. Confused is one way to describe it, but another would be um hindi naman talaga siya conventional. Parang you're tempted to tempted to judge it according to convention pero yeah. in the end parang it, ako say it's my way of defending this type of film na Mindanaoan filmmaker yeah. about Mindanaoan culture you don't have to judge it by mostly western derived conventions parang sikidlat tahimik meron siyang ano may ingenious parang you wouldn't really judge kidlat tahimik films by the usual conventions na nag nagmumula kasi siya dun sa katutubong pananaw worldview so bakit kailangan parang may sarili din siyang ano you have to respect its own rhythm yeah. way of life the, yung title nga mismo way of life eh. so parang the film is it the film is parang is its own way of life uh, parang it's finding its own freedom but then again uh, yun ya kasi the main conflict is parang tradition versus modern culture in a yeah. way na it's very different from exa- for example the shanters na very uh, harmonious yung view niya of traditional cultures versus modern culture yeah. kasi yung conclusion ng the shanters is hindi naman pala siya ganun hindi siya kailangan in conflict talaga it can yeah. live it can coexist it can coexist ganun pero dito parang dichotomy na naman ulit siya yeah so ultimately the main character had to choose between his one of his lives and his life dest- his destiny in the tribe 
So, yan. One um, surprise pala for me with this film is Bayong Barrios. I'm not sure if she's acted before, but I've definitely not seen her before. I've seen her in theater mostly. Theater. Yeah, musical theater. So she's, she's really a good, you know, singer. Um, she, in, in Virgin Lab Fest, I think she was in Marawi the Musical. So, yan. She, she's a very, very good yes. musical actress. Naalala ko si Bayang Barrios in Emir. Siya yung gumanap na nanay ni Francesca Farr. Uh, uh, oh, okay. Although, brief lang talaga yung ano niya doon. Para cameo? Oo, oh, ganun. Alright. Minor support. Saka, kilala siya kasi nagmakanta siya ng mga ethnic ba yun or folk song like yung mga Sally Dumay. May version siya na ganun. So, uh, naalala okay. ko siya doon. Kaya sobrang bagay niya for this film at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very indigenous texture. I, I'd like to all know also eh if, if ano, if yung storytelling traditions nung tribe sa Kauyagan reflects how this film was constructed. Parang ganun din ba sila mag-oral tradition or mag-folklore? I'm not sure eh, kasi I'm not familiar with their... Yeah, that's another way of uh, thinking about yung, yung roughness na na-perceive natin yeah. about this film na baka for us it's rough for us na uh, coming from a written culture yeah. iba kasi yung expectations ng oral culture sa di hindi kasi siya premeditated or yeah. ano, parang it's a very organic way of telling stories so, parang oh nga para siyang parang kinikwento siya sa yes. na with tangents na pabalik-balik between storylines so it could be eh that's yeah. what they could be going hindi, for hindi, hindi mo talaga siya pwedeng expect na to be really polished that's true, yeah. Um, any more thoughts on Kauyagan before we move on to the next film? Right. Gusto ko take ni DJ. It's a very nice take. Um, next film is 1957. So, it's set in 1957. There are a group of farmers. They're um, working under the... They're working under this parang... Uh, landlord or parang landowner um, na inexploit sila and then they yung only hope nila is for president magsaysay at the time 1957 who was try, who was trying to institute some sort of agrarian reform so in terms of farming ito na yung, ito yung pinaka farming farming film sa Two Farm Film Festival this year. Siya yung pinaka nag-embody ng spirit of Two Farm. Farming in film. Um, personally, I, noong una, parang, parang, I, I judge, I misjudge the film na parang, nako, bakit ganito? There's, there's this, kasi, yung catalyst, the, the inciting incident of this film is a horny couple discovering a giant, giant corn, corn cob, di ba? And, um, Kasi, kasi sobrang libog nila ganun jerjer sila sa ano sa corn cobs oh they found this corn cob ganun and it 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 transforms into this fascinating like parang exploration of ownership as it as it relates to farmers and owning land and also farmers rights in general and there are also parang seeds that were planted in the in the beginning of the film like like there's um, the father of the main character he writes like the name his name on on older stuff on older all of their stuff um, because he wants to teach that because um, that's the only thing that they technically own they don't own like the land that they are 
cultivating yung may-ari no yung si the the landlord who is Mendico Barubias and um, what else uh yeah basically that eh, it's there, there's also a very nice sequence near the end of the film na bayanihan mm-hmm. they're they're carrying uh, a house because technically yun lang talaga yung pag-aari nila their 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 community as farmers is all that they they, they own so it's a very fascinating for me ah eh, no una parang eh, but but once it once it parang went on mas appreciate ko siya as a film and it really embodies you know the farming spirit so DJ what do you think of this film for me unfortunately that that moment of realizing oh this is better than what I thought that that moment never arrived for me <laughs> kasi of all the entries of farm it yung pinakanahirapan akong panoorin eh. kasi it's actually relatively short I think parang mga 70 minutes lang siya yeah it's like 1 hour 15 minutes yeah, yeah correct but the problem is yung expectation mo kasi from these log line na the tension of uh, parang alam mo yung ending eh na magsaysay is coming and and yung official line is and we all know what happened in 1957 yeah so yun yung aabangan mo dun sa pelikala <laughs> we don't we don't actually know do. kailangan mo pang i-google eh, no? 1957 magsaysay <laughs> um yun yung i-expect mo sa story but tapos ang ibibigay niya sa'yo itong giant corn cob <laughs> the giant corn cob for 30 minutes <laughs> tapos siya yung parang first or actually more of first half eh. yeah first half Haba it, kasi nung, it really takes a while to get off the ground for a, for okay, a very yeah. short film yes, 30 that's minutes very slow pa yung pacing niya that's parang for for a corn cob issue parang it's too overdrawn <laughs> sayang kasi um, agrarian reform yung, yung main topic ng film true. and of all the ako for me hindi naman, naman sa sobrang political minded ko pero of all the issues concerning agriculture ito yung isa sa mga pinaka-importante yes decades old problem na to half century actually the film shows us na more than half century na siyang issue sa Pilipinas so underwhelming na hindi siya natakal ganun masyado mm-hmm. yung si uh, I think Don Jose yung pangalan niya si Cobarubias si Don Jose, yeah. yung landowner very ano eh, stereotypical yung portrayal sa kanya eh medyo parang there's a bit of nuance na pinakita yung side niya na they want they really want to hold on to their property kasi they themselves were oppressed nung time pa ng Spaniards yeah. yun yung backstory niya and they're passing on kumbaga their trauma to uh, to the farmers to the farmers there's some kind of nuance pero otherwise most of his portrayal kasi parang ah, landlord ako mga the film actually uses hampas lupa. Yes. So, parang kayo mga hampas lupang magsasaka ganun. So parang it's very te- telenovela, teleserye. <laughs> parang may pagka one dimensional yung aspect. Medyo, yes. Yeah. Which um, is probably a good choice in a way kasi it has to be accessible. Yeah. To, for it to deliver. It ended up winning the first, second best film. Really? Um, do you think this would be a good like advocacy film for farmers? Do you think? 
kasi it's, it's rather simplistic eh. Tapos yung hook nila yung jerjer nung couple with the corner. <laughs> it's actually, yun yung very first uh, few scenes ng movie. Parang may kumakanta ng medyo kundiman type of song. Yeah. Tapos may montage introducing the major characters. Yeah. So pinakita si Donna say working in his office at night. Tapos yung, yun, yung couple na nasa cornfield. <laughs> <laughs> so pwede. I think, it, I think it could be geared for a educational purpose also. So, for advocacy and for entertainment. So, medyo admirable naman yun for me. Eh. Interesting eh, the way you talk about it. Sayang hindi ko napanood. <laughs> Kasi it's kind of confident. Mexi lang naman siya. Pag, pag may two farm, two, <laughs> two farm, three, three farm, gano'n. <laughs> Sana palabas nila ulit siya. So, any more thoughts, guys? Okay, let's move on to the next film. The next film is Soul Searching. So, Soul Searching. So, this is a... Uh, relatively black comedy about um, this teacher named Sol who died um, and um, so her fellow teacher played by Pok Wang and her um, her parang favorite student played by GM Salvado they um, embark on a sort of road trip eh, taking along um, Sol's coffin and body of course um, to, to all of the places um, and all of the people who, who they think could harbor her. Uh, yun, basically, that's it. Uh, Jim, so so Jim, DJ, and I have seen it. So Jim, what did you think of Soul Searching? Um, trivia lang, kasi yung writer ng film, uh-huh. uh, college classmate ko siya. Oh, okay. Disclosure. <laughs> okay. So, kaya I was able to watch it. Yung Soul Searching. Okay, good. Ang naging concern ko with Soul Searching, masyadong maraming characters. Um, uh, okay. So, yun. Tapos, somewhat, ina-attempt niya kasi to discuss yung depression sa part ng teacher. Okay, yeah. Um, yun yung nakikita ko. And, uh, ano pa ba? I find it, ano naman, enjoyable. Na- natuwa naman ako. Relatively. With soul searching. Na, natawa ka ba sa kanya? Nakakatawa ba siya for you? May part na natawa ako. May part na... Hindi nag-work yung joke? Hindi nag-work yung humor. Sorry, Norma. Hindi ko pa Hala. Ano yung si Jim ako? Hindi ko siya nasabi dun sa, ano, sa review ko. Pero aminado. May part na yung humor niya... Natuwa naman ako. May part na hindi. Especially dun sa medyo last part. Yeah. Na siya na um, parang, for me, soul sur- the first half of Soul Searching, when there were when it was still a road trip, um, I liked how it, ano, it, it's kind of a expo- parang expose, you know? Or parang pinapakita niya yung number one about yung the plight of teachers na sobrang they're underpaid sobrang stress they're working against a system that is built up to work against them um maraming socioeconomic factors to bells and then yung si Sol kasi she's very oriented towards the community she she teaches um she teaches farming methods to her yung farmayanan oh yung farmayanan to her Stu- to her students and uh, yung constituents nung ano nila and she keeps on taking in students kahit yes. na kahit na walang pantuition or kahit na ano um, 
once it goes into the second half, parang nawala na ako sa pelikula. It 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 kind of devolves into the it 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 shifts its attention from Saul and the two yung dalawa niyang kasama to the rest of the people, you know. And it changes from this, you know, this rumination about teaching and ganito to parang exploitation of the dead. Ah, oh, Parang monetization. Parang paano siya peperahan. It's it's a it's a theme that I've seen before in films like Oros and um ano yung sa yung nangatay siya, Purgatorio. Yung ginagawa, ginagawa nila ng bangketa yung ano. Um, I liked the ending na medyo ambiguous but more or less you can figure out what happens in, at the end of the film na kung sino talaga yung nagmamahal kay Sol and um, overall um, first half plus second half it, it was overall a positive experience um, uh, DJ what did you think? Uh, similar opinion sa'yo John na uh, the film lacks unity yeah or coherence at true least, true uh, yeah uh, Soul Searching is the latest in a long line of Filipino movies about funerals. Madayata natin yan, pangalanan na funeral cinema. Oh, marami like, Paul Ferrand, Patay na si Jesus. Patay na si Jesus, actually. Patay na si Jesus. The film uh, I was thinking most of while I was watching this one. Even nga pa-uwi na, parang may ganun siyang. May pagkano din siya, Chedeng at si Apple, in that they're bringing, well, sa Chedeng is like a head, pero ito, buong katawan. Black comedy. Black comedy. Tapos, uh, I like most of the humor, especially yung during the road trip first yes. half nga yung, yung mga farmer, <laughs> for, for topless far, uh, no topless farmen, farmen. Tapos yung parang yung mga jokes na oh no you didn't <laughs> na you're really good there. Eh. Uh, pero yun nga uh, pagdating sa second half parang where did that come from naman yung reaction ko. And this, um, in particular, for example, yung si J.M. Salvado, meron siyang voiceover towards the end na bigla na lang nagdereklama siya na ang mga tao daw, kain kayo ng kain, pero ayaw niyong magsaka. Parang is so contrived na saan nang gana yun? Na hindi naman siya involved like Sol with farmers. Parang student lang naman talaga siya na may alaga siyang kambing. <laughs> it could be argued na farmers yung parents niya, pero medyo may kambing yung parents niya. Even yung parents niya, medyo big yung backstory. That's true. Eh. Actually, kasi yung naging pinakwentuhan namin ni DJ nung pauwi na kami last time. Sabi ko, medyo may mga part yung dialogue na I don't know if it's the right term, sloppy yung dialogue. Kasi may mga times na uh, sinasabi, like, like nung kay J.M. Salvado, sinabi ni Pocuang, ni uh-huh. uh, Miss Lorelai, na ano yung sabi niya, kaya kakinupok or inampon ni ni Sol kasi pinabayaan ka na ng magulang mo. And then, there's a box, parang mayroon siyang parang flashback uh-huh. na pinakita na hindi mo talaga siya totally pinabayaan. Sinasaktan pala siya nung parent. Diba? Yeah. So parang, ah, ano ba talaga? Parang doon ako naguluhan sa parang may medyo may ano sa dialogue. Yun yung nakita ko doon sa film. Ayun. So actually, uh, katulad na sinabi mo before, Jim, na hindi naman sa masyad, well, tama, na masyadong maraming characters. And at the same time, parang ang dami niyang gustong gawin with all those characters. Mm-mm. Overdone lang kasi talaga eh, na 
kasi nung ano nung during the screening inexplain ni, ni Bebet Ortez na si Roman Perez Jr. daw has a res- parang respect dun sa mga parang small actors so kaya parang ni-utilize dun sa film pero I find it hindi eh. parang unnecessary na yung ibang characters gano'n um ako yung yung sino sa inyo yung feeling nyo yung pinaka least important to the plot you think ako yung yung character ni Joey yes um I agree parang although yun nga parang nadadagdagan yung trauma na na-experience ni Sol kasi Uh, spoiler alert, medyo minimistreat siya niya si Sol. Parang masyado na siyang ano, medyo umover na siya in terms of dramatic. But there's a scene doon na parang marital rape yung nangyari. Yes. And um, not, tapos parang are we supposed to feel kasi siya nagluluksa ngayon, are we supposed to feel pity for this guy? No, mm-hmm. I don't think so. So, ayun, yung yung isa pa yung babae, there's there's a uh, young woman. Spoiler na lang po sino yan. Who's at this funeral and she has a very close connection to to Sol. I, I thought ano, uh, there's a lesbian subtext. I thought pa. lesbian lovers sila eh. Oh, oh. Yun yung implication but oh, hindi pala. Oh, oh. spoiler alert. Spoiler yun. alert na lang kung sino yan. Oh. Um, okay sana yun pero parang under the she also wants what's best for her mother pero wala siyang pera. Parang it went nowhere. Mm-hmm. Ano nangyari sa ano niya? Yung yung pinaka positive lang na, na ano doon ay yung character na yun, naging teacher siya. Yo, so, yun. she took Sol's, kumbaga, place mm-hmm. in the community. Um, yun. What, do you have any other thoughts about this film? Naalala ko lang, pinaka uh, nahirapan akong panoorin na parte ng pelikala. Nung nagkarambula na. Ay, uh, yeah. uh, may minado din ako. Parang, may slow motion pa kasi. So, parang, yeah. did they really have to do that? <laughs> kasi nung part na yung parang naging, naging political na siya, eh, diba? That's true, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yung principal, she was using the wig to, ano? Yung principal, saka yung kapitan. Yeah. <laughs> There's this connection pa yan. Pinirahan nila, even though yung, parang it would probably be the very thing that Sol would not want. Totoo. For her funeral. Um, anything else? guys so should we move on to the next film which is Mga Anak ng Kamote by Carlo and Sisokatu so only DJ and I have so te te yun te a te ganun <laughs> ganun um head to head so Mga Anak ng Kamote it's about this woman living in the in the uh, mountains. mountains and uh, it's in the future and kamote planting kamote has been banned for whatever reason it's I, it clear but may reason ba kung bakit binan parang addictive um, ba siya merong ano eh parang may news reports showing na parang gustong i-regulate ng government kasi daw they discovered valuable substances from kamote na cure for cancer, for something parang cancer or basta yeah. it became very valuable because of a discovery and um she lives in this house with her ano with her husband and then one day this husband and uh, another man played by Kiko Matos they go to the city and they disappear and um, so 
This woman played by Katrina Haliri, by the way. She goes to the city to try to find them. And then the film j- just gets weirder and weirder. Um, uh, personally, uh, first watch ng mga anak ng kamote, I was really... Parang ano ba to pinanood ko? <laughs> Napaka-weird. Pero I, I like... It, it was intriguing. Pero I would be lying to you if I said I, I totally understood it. Nung nag-usap lang kami ni DJ like a few like a week ago or something about the film kasi meron siya he has an interpretation that I I like. Um dun ko lang nagamay na ah ganito pala yon. Parang it's it's kailangan mo nang kailangan effortan mo siya para kuhanan mo siya nang para maintindihan mo yung kasi hindi hindi niya i-spell out sa iyo kung ano pa talaga yung nangyari. And um and it it plays very in it plays with sound and image so at first akala mo akala mo may problema sa sound kasi it's very canned medyo muffled para siyang 1970s na pelikula na non-restored tapos once Katrina Halili goes into the city biglang iba bush iba luminaw siya yon so the sound design is trying to tell you something also aspect ratio the aspect ratio when Katrina Halili is in the mountains the aspect ratio is very boxy and then it's as, halos vertical eh yeah it's okay. almost vertical it's narrower cell phone. than ah, it's more it's taller than it is wide yeah and I, I had to ano, I even had, narrower than the chanters yung for even narrower Yes. Yeah, it's to the point na kasi yung yung sa sinehan lumalagpas na yung screen doon sa ano yung, yung image doon sa screen. So I had to call the theater guys na palakihin nila yung screen kasi may curtains yan, di ba? Para makita mo lahat. So they ended up instead of doing that, of course, <laughs> parang three studios, they they resized the projection para makita mo yung buong thing. So parang kunyari itong itong I'm pointing out this ano, parang kunyari ito yung ano, ito yung movie screen. Parang ito lang yung ito lang yung yung projection, the whole projection. So do you mean na mayroong issue sa post-prod or what? No, um sadyan nila yung aspect ratio din. Ah, okay, nice. So parang the aspect ratio changing is reflective of Um, Katrina Halili and hopefully the audiences realization ah, okay. to the truth kasi the, the film the film now that I've parang thought about it kasi when I reviewed it parang hindi pa fully digested yung, or fully metabolized yung thoughts ko now that I've thought about it a bit more it's, it's a film about truth um, also parang fake news how we are influenced by sound and image to believe something na that may or may not be true. Yun. May may ba yung pagka-mindfuck siya pero I really I really like parang looking back I really like the way it progressed. It's it's a hard it's a very polarizing film. Maraming sasabihin yan ah hindi ko naman hindi ko naman gets to. Pero I I I understand yung mga the people who like this film a lot. DJ, um, would you like to share our thought, your thoughts about this film? Yeah, uh, me, I really enjoyed this film. Um, sa simula pa lang, eh, even yung sa first act na first act na very narrow pa yung ano yung aspect ratio niya. 
It's a common comment about this film na it works best as a mystery drama. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think most people will agree on that part at least. Tapos, I was genuinely surprised na nung second act and then third act, yun niya, it goes somewhere very different. Pero to me, it was still unified. Okay. Uh, kasi, it, it brings you along eh. You as the audience, it brings you along to that journey na mas malaki pala to kaysa sa inasahan mo. <laughs> ano ba yung si General Luna ba? Mas malaki pa to kaysa sa... <laughs> so, um, but I think it really hinges on that, uh, on you having a theory of what it is all about. Yes. And yun niya, to me, it, yun niya, it is about truth, it is, it is about uh, opening up, waking up to a bigger reality. Parang The Matrix in a way, uh, expanding your horizons, knowing... What's behind the shadows in the cave? Ganyan. Ganyan siya eh. Um, yung kamote. Parang for most of the film, pwede mo siyang palitan ng ano eh, marijuana. Parang. Yeah. Palitan mo yung or drugs. Kamote, or, or drugs. So parang, it still relates to that theme kasi parang mind-altering drug siya eh. Yeah. So parang it's about, it's all about, it's all in the mind. Ganyan. Ganyan yung inception. Interesting <laughs> Kumbaga, ganong ka, ganong ka, ka, yung plasticity ng, ng thoughts natin, ng memories natin. Ganon siya eh. And it's a science fiction film. Yes. Oh. One of two science fiction films in this festival. To be fair, ang Two Farm, yun, ito yata yung pinakamaraming science fiction film per festival. As a way of rebelling against the constraint yata. Eh. Oh, parang... Parang guys, this is a this is a festival about farming. Tapos parang in the future there will be no farming. Ganun din sila eh. Mga Sarah, si Katrina Dili yung performance niya. Mahilig talaga mag-subvert yung mga writers na parang ah, farming kailangan rural. rural. No, no. No, no. This is a futuristic farming environment with robots. Ganun. Pero again, in, in, in Kamotes defense. <laughs> Sobrang smooth nung, ano, nung sci-fi element niya. Kasi yeah. it's really just about setting the atmosphere. And speaking of atmosphere, this is probably the most atmospheric film you'll watch in the Philippines all this year. year. Wow. Okay. I, I would go so far as to say that na yun niya, yung mystery drama first act niya. Yeah. And then, um, another a common complaint na yun niya pagdating sa second act and further na sabi nila bakit kailangan maging political yung movie mm-hmm. and for me hindi siya diverse hindi siya mali kasi kung yung theme nga niya is post-truth realization waking up hindi ba yun yung isa sa mga main concerns ng political atmosphere natin yun about lalo na ngayon questioning truth we are in a post-truth society yeah totoo and uh, Jim, you asked earlier about Katrina Halili's performance. It was okay. It was okay, and it was amplified dun sa first act na very narrow yung frame. Kasi parang puro mukha lang yung may kita. Yeah, sobrang close up eh. Sobrang close up. And uh, masasabi ko rin na, y- y- hindi ko alam kung sadya, pero medyo orange yung itsura niya. Ay, hinanong nyo. Dahil sa, sa, ewan ko sa bronzer siguro. Kasi yung production ng, ano, ng signal rock. <laughs> Baka si Memo makeup artist. Si, si makeup artist siguro. Tanong natin kay Elora. <laughs> Charot lang. Ano, yun nga. Pero, malay mo, dahil sobra siyang kumakain ng kamote, meron siyang, ano, orange pigmentation of the skin. Pero, wala na. Theory ko lang yun. <laughs> 
Um, any more thoughts on, on mga anak ng kamote, guys? A very interesting film. Worth. It could be worth its own episode. Eh? I, I, one day we might try to get back to this film if it's shown again. Any more thoughts? No. Okay, let's go to the second science fiction film <laughs> of this farming <laughs> film festival. <laughs> Alimuom by Keith Sikat. Um, it's a it's in the in the future where farming is banned. <laughs> so most of the population of the Philippines lives under the uh, the bio these biodomes. Let's ask Elora. Uh, next. Yeah, let's ask her in the next. next episode yeah. so she might join us yeah. <laughs> okay. we haven't invited yet but we plan on hey, Laura please join us again we'd like to uh, talk with you again um, uh, so in this future Ina Feleo is like a, a scientist yes and um, she uh, receives like this invitation from the government the, and the agent is uh, Epikison, if I'm not mistaken, um, to investigate this weird seed yeah. that he found. So they investigate it together and they find out about this mutant strain of mm-hmm. plant that could change the farming world forever. So, Alimuom, um, wait, I want to go first. Say, uh, DJ, go. Because if you look at the poster of this film, it promises an action-packed film. Yeah. Sci-fi. She's pointing her gun at the screen. <laughs> she has a gun. But <laughs> I think si Jimmy at ayon nagmention na it turns out to be more like a rival, pala. Oh. Because ano, di ba nung I made parang short review. Parang ano lang? Gusto lang short thoughts about Alimuom. Hindi napansin parang nila. I never thought. Even so, Ina Peleo. So, kasi parang ang nakita ko kasi doon na unique and striking is yung performance nga ni Ina Peleo. Kasi, yeah. uh, for me, it's very unique in a Philippine cinema to watch a female diba, lead in a sci-fi in a sci-fi film. Uh, in a sci-fi genre. Sci-fi pa lang. Parang sobrang rare na nasa Oo, Philippine rare cinema. talaga siya. Then a female lead a female-led sci-fi film in Filipino cinema. Mm-hmm. It's even rarer. Though it's like we're seeing our resurgence. I'm not even here. I'm going to podcast. <laughs> Though I haven't seen I haven't seen Alimuom but I think we're seeing our resurgence na female-led and female-led sci-fi. Diba? Like, yeah. We've seen Arrival and right now Terminator it's coming back again with with um, uh, Mackenzie Davis as the lead. There's also the the alien films. Diba? Alien not alien sorry the Prometheus set of films the oh, prequels. Okay. Catherine Waterstone, New Mirror Pace. Um, yeah, it's uh, go on, Jim. <laughs> Ayun nga, kasi nung napapanood ko yung performance ni Ina Feleo, fascinated talaga ako because uh-huh. parang I was watching a combination of ano nga, parang sabi ko nga nun, si Gourney Weaver in Alien and then yeah. uh, Amy Adams in Arrival. Parang may pagkakarian mo si ano nga, The Matrix. Kasi may parang sexy siya eh. Hindi niya ina-imply na sexy siya but the way na yung characterization niya, hindi napapansin na, uy, sexy to, intelligent, gano'n. Is this uh, Ina Feleo? 
Malaya's first movie role in how many years? I think ito yung li- first na gym niya kasi more on supporting ah, yeah. siya. Nandun siya sa Paki. Paki. She was in Paki. Nasa Paki siya. Yeah. Pero supporting lang. Yeah, she was... The, pero it, it can be argued na sino nga bang supporting at sino ang lead. Sa, 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 sa Paki. Yeah. It's, an, it's an ensemble film. That's uh, true. Though maybe si Dexter Doria na yung pinaka... Lead. Pinaka lead. No? Yeah. And everyone else. Yeah, yeah, but but it's, it's really an ensemble. So mm-hmm. she, she, had, ano, she had a hefty role naman. Hindi naman siya like... Yeah. Um, supporting lang talaga. In terms of parang visual aesthetic, Ay. this film reminds me a lot of ano eh, reminds me a lot of uh, David Lynch's June film from 1984. <laughs> Um, also, um, may parang kapag ka cyber farming cyberpunk siya. Yeah, yeah. Kaya tinawag ko siyang Blade Farmer 2049. Ah, Blade Farmer. Yeah. Uh, ano? Um, considering that the visual effects were have of Alimuom were done by like three people, mm-hmm. this is ex- um, this is an extremely impressive uh, effort. Third world film. Third world film, but. Um, pretty good visuals except especially yung yung parang hovercraft thingy yes yun parang wow talaga may ganun tayo oh, I hope they show that sa Centenary or sa UPFI kasi I haven't seen it and yeah. I'm as a huge sci-fi fan as a huge genre fan I hate myself for not getting to catch that. <laughs> the, um, yun, the, the the big visuals, some of the, even some of the ano eh, some of the yung mga production design elements, yung mga screens, mga display screens. Uh, Kasi knowing na si Leroy yun yung ano diba? Yeah. Kaya yung nag-design eh. Kaya talagang alam, ay okay, alam na natin magaling natin. Um, so in general, I liked parang points for effort talaga sa Alimuom. To be fair. The thing about Alimuom is um, similar to another sci-fi film from Two Farm, uh, Instalado, um, both films, they try to establish this complex world. They, they try to world build for most of the film. And then, um, in both films, there is a minor Parang there, there's a thing that could 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 challenge the the structure of this world or, or challenge this world forever. Um, instalado kinda parang ginawa niyang twist ending yun, yung yung idea na yun. In Alimuom, parang there is the nandun yung opportunity pero hindi siya nag-come into fruition as solidly as I thought it should have. Parang inisip ko baka pwede na magka-revolution dito. Kasi kasi for the, most of the film they were talking about yung revolutionary farmers, they were talking about restoring farming to what it used to be. In fairness, farming naman talaga siya. Pero sci-fi lang. Yeah, no? Make farming great again. Yeah, make farming Meron great talaga. again. <laughs> Tapos, pero ano, parang 
parang there's only the promise of it. Wal, hindi walang follow through unless may alimuom to oh, ano yeah. alimuom 2071 ganun <laughs> tawag ko lang pero yun nga parang it's if if this is the only alimuom film we have hmm. parang it's a parang bitin parang bitin siya bitin talaga it really feels like yun nga para siyang um, the first installment of a of a trilogy young adult sci-fi trilogy <laughs> in fairness hindi yun yung vibes kasi it's very young adult sci-fi siya, talaga Uh, I guess in the way, in the sense that it's very conventional, the sci-fi uh, aspect, the, the the plot, it goes through very traditional sci-fi directions. Yeah. Uh, um. Tapos gusto ko rin sana if if they wanted to go the technical route, gusto ko sana ng I I wish they would have explored more parang hydroponics. How do would they cultivate this? The, the Martian. Oh, diba? If if they went to the the science of planting these kamote kamote <laughs> or these crops hmm. parang it would have made an equally interesting film pero parang other than alam mo yun nilagyan lang nila ng tae yung ano <laughs> yung soil uh-huh. parang there was not parang there was not little else to be fair the science parang the scientific like jargon or techno babble hmm. that they say in the dialogue it's it's ano solid parang it's believable juma jargon eh juma jargon sila pero yun nga it's it I, I, if if this film could have gone two ways if they went to the revolutionary side they could have challenged this world pero yun nga bitin if they went to the technical side like, like a lot of um, like the Martian or a lot of other films mga Japanese films kaya Um, they would have gone into the minutiae of trying to grow crops again in in this sterile environment. I think I could have it. It could have been also a good film, pero hindi rin nila masadong follow through with that. So, ilang yung, yung not, not really big disappointments for me, pero overall I still enjoyed the film. So parang it could have been better lang, like yeah, could have been better. Feeling ko pala. Um, nandito kasi si uh, Kiko. Matos. Kiko Matos, yeah. Tapos yung name ng character niya is Agent K. So, I wonder if parang reference yata talaga siya to Men in Black or... Kiko Matos from Thresh? The villain of Thresh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes! Yeah. Na- nasa Thresh siya yeah. as a villain. Yeah! Thresh. <laughs> Among other films. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, to. Um, for foreshadowing of our, our discussion on Thresh. <laughs> later. Sure. Watch out for that. Um, yun. Um, did you think, di ba may agent, ano din? J? May agent J din? Agent B ba yun? G. G. Simon si Confiado. Agent B. Ah, sino si Agent G? For yun yung hindi pinakita. Ah, uh, siya yung namatay. Spoiler. Ay, spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Not quite, actually. Not quite. Pero yun. Spoiler. Pero, pero may ano siya. May, 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 may contribution siya sa story. Um, and there's... Yon, Men in Black may reference maybe. Um, mostly visually, yun nga. Yung visual na hatak ko dito comes for me from June. And Blade Runner, I and think. And Blade Runner also. Kasi yung also. Escapes. Yeah. And yung um, may, may image dun na may parang pyramidic 
it's like that big fi- yung Ministry of Agriculture supposedly but uh, it looks mm. like yung yung very Blade Runner yung architecture nung ano uh, parang siya yung parang siya yung sa Blade Runner okay. yung headquarters nung whatever company Major that was Lito. yes are we talking about the new one or the well either way it works oh, yeah it's same naman yung building they have similar monolithic buildings ah yeah true I was thinking of, I was thinking of the pyramid ni Jared Lito right now he has uh, a big <laughs> <laughs> also ano um, Elora's character here I'm not gonna say who has she a sword. is has a sword <laughs> has a sword eh, more like a staff she has friends with swords <laughs> but I'm not gonna it's a spoiler she has friends with swords hindi naman to offend but nung napanood ko yung part na ni Elora parang gusto kong tumawa na malakas I want to laugh so hard kasi parang iba yung na-expect ko doon sa character niya the opinions of sabihin mo kay Elora yan spoiler alert about her character parang merong ano din parang may juxtaposition hindi naman juxtaposition may contrast yung names nila mm-hmm. si um, si Ina is Diwata di ba mm-hmm. and Elora is Esper Esper so they're both like variations of a parang spirit ganun and um, if you look at Elora's parang yung profile niya sa picture parang may pagka little red riding hood ish mm-hmm. With a sword. With a sword. <laughs> yeah. Sword staff or whatever yeah, weapon it is. Y- yun talaga, yun talaga ako eh. <laughs> sa kami compressor to sa, ano, sa ilong. Uh-huh. I wonder though, I wonder if yung filmmakers, they've seen um, some of Mamoru Oshii's live action films like Avalon or yung, ano nga ba yung series niya? Yung, yung may babae may baril ng higante. Ewan ko nakita niyo na yun eh. Basta yun, si Mamoru Oshii na live action. Hanapin niyo. Okay. Ano? I'm googling right now. Assault okay. Girls yata yung isa. Very similar in terms of design aesthetic. Kasi ngayon sinabi ko kay DJ when we talk about nga yun sa character ni Elora. Parang at the end naman na-realize ko, ah okay, kasi parang binalance rin naman ng character ni Elora yung the way na badass nga yung character. Yeah, para silang ano eh, para silang yin and yang eh. Ah, uh, uh, gets ko very, ano, very rubbly field. I mean, uh, with the pockets and the, with the bullets. With pockets, like kind of, yeah. they're like tubes. Yeah, yeah basically cable, cable from the 90s. Parang ganun-ish. Cable yeah. comic character. Yeah, X-Force, X-Force <laughs> cable. Not so much pockets as parang keep like parang keeps. Yeah. Yung yung suit ni Elora looks like a steel suit from Dune. Para mm-hmm. siyang ano yung para siyang body suit na ano na maraming jumps. <laughs> that that ano in in that film that suit is suited for people use that suit to survive in desert environments. So, I can see kung if they use that film as an inspiration, pwedeng doon nila pinagkuhanan. Diba? Saka may, ano, may sinabi sa akin si DJ, no, na yung parang sa opening diba nung film, opening scene, Dami parang lost in translation. <laughs> so, say, ano, I agree as well. Yun. Actually, yung first 
first shot of Ina Filet. Uh, oh. Lying in a bed, uh, looking away from the camera. Tapos uh, emphasized yung profile niya, yung uh-huh. curves ng body niya. <laughs> May pagkano kaya to? Parang Lost in Translation ganon. In space, charot. In space. Di ba ganon yung opening shot ng Lost in Translation? It's Scarlett Johansson. Um, lying in bed mm-hmm. with her back yeah. uh, towards the camera, di ba? And nakapanti din. <laughs> nakapanti sila pareho, di ba? In a way, kasi may subplot yung alimbawa about uh, long-distance relationships. Yes. Yeah. Na it's a commentary on OFW relationships today. Yeah. It's a parallel na... So, since nga, I haven't seen the film, from what I'm hearing, it's like a, it's like very dense, no? Yes. It's, it's a very... Maraming, maraming pinag-isipan yung gumawa na It's a dance world. You, you can feel the ano, thoughtfulness. Yes. The, the pre-prod work that went into it. Tapos, yun nga, it, it talks about a lot of things. It's, um, there's a science, I think it's a Mexican science fiction film, 2012 film that I saw. Uh, it it deals with, it's it's just as densely packed kasi may world building din siya. Nacho Libre? No. <laughs> it's, it's called, ano, it's, Alex Rivera's Sleep Dealer. It's about, um, parang it tries to talk about the Mexican immigration thing using sci-fi as a, ano. So parang, they're in Mexico or whatever country it is. They're, they're living in a poor country na nakadam off yung, yung tubig nila, which is a rich reservoir of water. Parang sila nagihirap. So they have to work in America remotely Ganda. so parang they connect to like rigs tapos yeah. the pilot machines I'm reading the synopsis right now and <laughs> wala I'm gonna look for legal means to watch this <laughs> so yes hashtag legal means yeah. <laughs> so mo um, uh, another um, commentary aspect of it na well dystopian film siya pero yeah. Pero the government sa, alimo parang they're not as cruel as the usual go, uh, dystopian governments are portrayed. Yeah. But it turns out na one of the worst things about the government in Alimom is ang bagal pa rin ng Ayan. sistema yeah, nila. Yeah, bureaucracy is really ethnic slow. Parang nag-request si, ano, si Ina ng something. Yeah. Go, tries to go through the channels, di ba? Mm. Parang parang hindi na nga siya sci-fi at that point. Eh. Parang uh, uh, real life. <laughs> parang naging commentary siya on procure Procurement bureaucracy, yun. Um, yun din. So, so parang ano siya? It's it's social science fiction. Mm-hmm. Science fiction is social. So, any other thoughts about uh, Alimuom? No, ano, napag-usapan din namin ni DJ. Ano yeah. oh, naman? <laughs> di ba yung, yung long-distance relationship uh-huh. nila ni Ina Fileo and Carl Medina? Kasi, kasi baka Ina Fileo, kanyari, sa isang taon, kay Carl Medina, it's five years. So, parang, not interstellar. <laughs> Ewan ko lang yung ganun. Uh, uh, ano eh, they, they take into account parang time dilation. Ayan. Pero hindi... Relativity... Ah... Uh, <laughs> yung mga nakapag-physics dyan. <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah, Interstellar, di ba? May ganun aspect yung Interstellar yeah. na... Pero hindi naman ganun katanda si Carl Medina kumpara kay oh, Ina, di ba? Hindi naman siya mukhang matanda. Eh, hindi. Actually, dapat si Ina Fileo yung matanda while si Carl yung bata. Kasi there, uh, Carl Medina's the one traveling Ay, FTL. Ay, yeah, I mean, in light speed. Ina Fileo, yun. Yeah. Pero, eh, I don't know, parang weird niya. Pero, I guess hindi nila masyadong ma-makeup yun or something. Meron din silang ano, parang 
Cyber Cyber <laughs> Cyber Zex mm, Pero nawala naubusan ng load si Ina Fileo Sino ba parang ano would, would you say would you use, would you use the word campy na may, may part siya na ano? I, I I would I would say yeah kasi may, may parts uh, nga siya na medyo campy eh. Maybe bars in na uh, if you know Joy and Santos nandoon siya <laughs> Yan it's um futuristic uh, ano ba to bar It's a bar oh, scene. Uh-huh. Ayo oh, in fairness, yung bar scene na yun. Na fine, merong it's like ay, parang sa warehouse lang siya na ano, naglagay lang silang bar stuff. Sa so, may part na sinabi di ba si Nafile? Hidden bar kaya yun. Sabi naman part na si Nafile na parang bang, nababasa niya yung parang nararamdaman. Parang may magaganon siyang part yung nung nagkatingin na siya. Ano ba ito? Lesbian na lesbian sa akin. Oo, gano'n. Baka may telepathic bar, gano'n. Actually, it's going yun eh. Parang ano siya eh, dead end. Hindi nila Pinurso, pero interesting. Iyon. So, alimuom, guys. Or Blade Farmer 24 na. Let's... <laughs> um, tanongin natin si Laura about more of that film. Ah, yeah. yeah, and Jim, pakiurti sinabi mo na ano, yeah. na natawa ka sa kakas. <laughs> 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 Hi, Laura. The, the opinions of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Do not Kasi reflect. Kasi expectation ko about the character. Ayun, <laughs> so, guys, last and not least, um, we... Not the least. Definitely, definitely not, not the least. We have Tanabata's wife. So, all four of us have seen this film. Yeah. This is a film set in the, I think it's the 1930s. AR20s. Yeah, Yeah. Um, it's about this community of Japanese like uh, migrant workers who went who basically built a lot of the infrastructure um, in the mountain province especially mga Kenon Road they, they helped build it and um, Tanabata this one guy he uh, falls in love with this Ibaloy woman and um, they form a relationship together but this Ibaloy woman is lured by the lights of the city and conflict ensues this is based on a short story yeah. written in that era by uh, Sinai Hamada. And Sinai Hamada is um, a Japanese Filipino. As he, he's, he's the son of a Filipino and a Japanese person. And um, it's, it's basically like a, a film about yeah. um, cross-cultural relations. Interracial. There's also interracial. Cross-cultural This film, yeah. Just rated. It's genre. Biglang na shift ang genre natin. Interracial. So, ano. Um, sige, ako na mauna. Um, I really love this film. It's one of the best films of 2018. Totoo. Um, Um, it's such a lush, technically accomplished film in all aspects. Um, it's it it even in its construction, it's it's also a melding of cultures. Mm-hmm. It uses the visual styles of Japanese filmmakers yeah. like Yasujiro Ozu, Akira Kurosawa. Even the music, actually. Um, even so the, the music, like the the music was. It's like a reconciliation of the music of the north and, and Japanese na yung yeah, the instruments yung parang like shamisen music or something like that. Blend it's um it's a very simple kumbaga it's yeah. a very very simple story about you know this guy falls in love with a girl but um both of them are going against cultural norms so the Japanese guy he's not 
although he's trying to you know impose some of his Japanese like um, customs on the yeah. girl hindi naman they there's no marriage ceremony yeah. mm. right there's no ibaloy or Japanese marriage ceremony um, he he lets his wife do what she wants to do and um, and he's he's genuinely heartbroken yeah. when the conflict starts mm-hmm. on the other hand the, the female she also she she marries this offlander this this Japanese guy um again she doesn't go undergo a normal wedding she names she gives a Japanese name to her child conflict yeah which which also is a source of conflict and um parang yun they're both trying to cross over yeah it's a crossing over Re- reconcile reconcile their backgrounds and what's expected of them yeah no their backgrounds and what's expected of them by their partner so it's good that they mentioned uh, it's really a cross of cultures because if you know, if you notice the Japanese culture the women they really take a uh, I mean even before it's like a yeah. rule of servitude once when it comes to, yeah once they're married they're they're yeah. homemakers yeah well naman if you look at the culture of the well, she, she's a bontak woman diba bontak woman yeah diba nga there's a documentary na documentary bin walang rape walang rape sa bontak. bontak na actually the women of the of the bontak are really empowered they yeah. have empowered roles in the community so it's like you're 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 looking at cultures that that are beyond the norm pa nga kasi their norms are ex, are at the extreme so tawag doon like the bontok are more empowered yeah. than, 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 than usual women in the Philippines and the, the Japanese as a culture the women are more in para sa para more in servitude or they occupy a there's a, there's, a, there's a bigger imbalance between the male and female roles in, in the relationship so trying to not just meet halfway, but go to the other side, as you mentioned. Yeah. I think that's a, that really causes a lot of conflict. And it's an eh, ano play rin siya on the idea na love conquers all. Because yeah. <laughs> that, that's always been an idea that we love each other, kaya natin. Pero ha, what if your upbringing, like who you are, it's really... It goes against. It goes against the... The... The, the sum of your relationship so uh, yeah. yeah the the reason why i use the term crossing over is also rooted in the names yeah. of the characters fasang means to cross over okay and um i'm not sure if sinajani sinehamada um tanabata the name it's also the name of a japanese festival of the stars about two star-crossed lovers okay. and they they light up these lanterns they light up a path so that the two lovers can meet again so it's very meaningful in terms it's, it's very symbolic it's very meaningful even in their names so guys what else Jim? ako nung napanood ko yung Tanabata feel ko na talaga ah heavily influenced talaga to <laughs> Japanese film especially si Ozu kasi 
uh, di ba dun sa room pag nagkakaroon sila ng conversation yung tanabaten si Fas Ang the way na yung camera or yung framing it's very very also kaya sabi ko ay ang ganda yeah meaning it's it's shot in a way na parang nakaupo siya nakaupo ka with them or even if not parang very symmetrical yung mga yes ano na additional lang context kaya pala ako wala the past weeks rin I was in the mountains in Mount Imugan so these are also Bontok people so I was documenting them for uh, for a project and they were also sharing nga talaga na actually back then the Jap ano yun if you think that the Japanese back then were like a top race hindi they actually came to the Philippines to work for us yeah they so, were contracted by the Americans yeah. to work as labor kasi yeah, so, magaling daw sila yeah. so it's like how it, it's how we do it nowadays now we go to other countries to work for them that's how the Japanese were uh-huh. so the Japanese in the film were not they were not uh, mga altas of society they were actually uh, OFW sila they're OFW sila para sa Chinese di ba yung ganito kami noon makikita mo yeah. yun yeah na-mention so, yun actually din sa film eh. parang they were talking about some of the, na yung Japanese characters parang they were talking na some of them died while building Cannon Road yes mm-hmm. so may ganong uh, reference Jim anything else siguro sa ano lang ano I think kaya I mentioned kasi it highlights na them them um, treating women as like second class citizens I it's not just a it's not just a privilege of their possession but really kahit the lower rungs of society in Japan at the time ganun talaga it's, it's a cultural it's a, um, it's, a, it's a facet of their culture na no matter what class you are women should be kumababa ka na masaba pa yung, yung babae sa'yo parang here they're 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 parang equal sila eh they're, okay. they're parang hindi naman they're trying, they're trying to they're trying to reconcile yung ano nila yeah um DJ any thoughts about this film? overall thought ko uh, well before uh when we were anticipating to farm before parang nami-mention ka na I was most excited about the Nevada Swarm yeah. because of Charles and Charles and Ong parang Charles and Ong I think siya yung um Nag, sa yung project eh, par- kasi he started with a screenplay and then later huh? on he hired or started to work with Choi Panglinan and Lito Kasahe. Lito Kasahe. Lito Kasahe. So, Lito Kasahe is like a play, right? So, well, curious ako kasi si Charles Anong is a novelist, parang literary person siya. So, parang I was curious about how a literary person would make a film in the Philippines. And yung final product is Tanabata's Wife is a film made by academics and professors. <laughs> even even the actor, the professor, professor, Disclaimer. Sir Choi, Sir Choi, talaga. <laughs> I, see, I see him in campus. And teacher siya ng ibang classmates ko. Uh, and, well, uh, wife is made by academics and professor types, and it feels like it. Mm-hmm. Na, it's a very sophisticated film in a literary sophisticated erudite way yeah na, and you can see it from the way it it's restrained eh parang it's simple story but it tells it in a very sublime mm-hmm. uh, restrained sophisticated way sublime yeah. the music the, the compositions the visual totoo the compositions so. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah it's, it's a really really excellent film for me um, 
and um, it's it's probably one of my it's, it's probably my favorite uh, two farm film in all of the years I've seen this festival. Um, not to say I've seen all of the two farm films, but I've seen all except like three or four films. But I think Tanabata's Wife is my favorite two farm film, and it's kind of about farming too. So yeah, <laughs> may just walk din sa ano. Me too. It's, it's my farming, you know. Well, technically, it's lahat naman sila about farming. Um, ano ba yung pinaka tenuous na ano? Wala na yun eh. Yung kahit yung instalado, farmers naman sila. Eh. So yun, um, Tanabata's Wife. Um, any last thoughts about Tanabata's Wife? Uh, total na banggit naman kanina yung Alimuum. Yeah. Ang observation ko lang with Alimuum and Tanabata's Wife is may feminist ano rin siya, touch siya. Yes. Lakas ng feminist. Um, yes. Here, the tribal woman is not some subservient. Totoo. Parang savage. Ganun. She is a woman with her own thoughts and feelings. Sophisticated. Yes. She likes arts, music. Ganun. She, she wants independence. She's fiercely independent. But she's also a mother. Yes. And she's also a wife to her husband. And debut ba ito niya? No? Who's the actress? Sorry. Uh, um, my my Fanlayan. Yeah. yeah. Is this her debut? Ba, debut yeah. It's a, I think it's her debut. I think she's starred in a few shorts. Maybe. I'm not sure. Um, she... Actually, she didn't... She she joined a friend to audition for this film. The yung friend yung nag-audition. Tapos yung nakita niya si Mai Fang Lian. Sinabi sinabihan siya na sige mag-audition ka na rin. Okay. So she ended Parang up Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah, no, she ended up getting the job. Actually, she's no. Um I think she's our age kasi kabat siya nung classmate ko ngayon sa Maybe your age guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm old na. But pero thank you for the for the thought. Ano siya kabat siya nung classmate ko right now sa ME. From, and from Baguio talaga. Interesting, so, yeah. From Baguio talaga. So, and um, Tanabata's wife's husband, ganun eh. Tanabata is, ano, is a, um, I think he's Singapore-based. He, professor he's siya, right? Professor siya, eh. So, talagang, it's a, it's a film made by <laughs> academics talaga. That's why para Ozu. Yeah, very Ozu. Very, very restrained direction. Great cinematography. Also, uh, I don't watch as many Japanese films as you do. John. Pero at least yung parang first 30 minutes of the film, sobrang Japanese film siya. It feels like a Japanese As film. In, it feels like a Japanese film. And then film when, when the story uh, comes to focus more on Pasang, naging ano na siya, naging indigenous something na siya. So may, parang, oh, may iba na yung treatment niya. The film itself is as cross-cultural as the characters are. Yes. yes. Parang sobrang hybrid niya na. So it transcends the layers. I mean, yeah. yung, yung pagiging cross-cultural niya from the narrative to the to the technical aspects yeah considering that this is a film made by three, three. directors oh, it's know, amazing amazing talaga cross culture din nila <laughs> cross culture <laughs> pati director <laughs> parang crossing cultures from literary studies to film to you know plays or whatever sabi nga di ba ng isang film enthusiast or critic um, tatlo silang director pero hindi siya kalat-kalat yeah hindi siya kalat at no. all at all so yun um, when we talk about our top 10 films of the year maybe in December 
Watch out for this. Tres Jacqueline comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> the Made in London. The Made in London. So, um, okay, overall thoughts about the festival. Um, um, personally, I like this. This is a very strong lineup of films. Even the yung mga pangit na films, I found some. Hindi pa pangit, sorry. <laughs> the not so, the, the films that I didn't like so much. You know? Very diplomatic. Somebody's gonna get blacklisted. The joke. Um, even the films that I didn't like as much, they had something good. And um, I, I could watch most of them, probably all of them again. And points for most of them for being imaginative, being ambitious. There, parang kumpara sa mga pelikula ng ibang festival dyan, I just I, I probably won't mention the other festivals pero yun nga compared in, in terms of parang imagination there are some films here that are very that you know they try to push the boundaries of what we can do with a, with a concept or like farming <laughs> pushing yeah. what we can do with this constraint <laughs> yeah farming creatively ano siya it's creatively um, ano ba yun um, yeah, creatively refreshing, creatively mm-hmm. nurturing, I guess also. Nurturing, growing, <laughs> growing like like plants, like farming. <laughs> Actually, I agree with you because it's really interesting and intriguing din yung mga ano eh, yung movies ngayon sa to farm and talagang ibang level na siya compared with the previews ano to farm, de ba? Uh-huh. Knowing na hindi naman sinano natin pero small film festival lang ito ng yeah, ano, to farm film, uh-huh. film festival. I think the films are a good harvest. So, Ah. Ah. <laughs> talaga dito nakita natin yung far. Matagal na pag-isipan ni DJ yun, <laughs> I like I like this ano pun based uh, <laughs> reviewing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's ano in bloom ba ngayon ano? In bloom ya. Yeah. Uh, in season. <laughs> in season. Okay, dito sa farming and like yeah. with the previous yeah. films hindi masyado. In, in terms of growing their films, okay. the, the filmmakers had a green thumb. Oh? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think we have to thank the ano, yung support na yung good fertilizer. <laughs> 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 tama na, tama na. Tama na, guys. Tama na. Moons never glow this color Hearts have never been this close Welcome back to Third World Cinema Club so in this section of Third World Cinema Club, we will be talking about um, Black Sheep's inaugural film, Excess Baggage, directed by Dan Villegas. It charts the relationship of Nix and Pia, yeah. um, two lovers who fall, fell in love, then broke up, broke up, and then see each other again at a mutual friends party. Siguro from right from the start we could already see na this is a spoiler discussion because it's hard, I think it's hard to yeah it's hard to discuss without spoilers yeah and and by the fact na we already mentioned na they meet each other na yeah. broken up <laughs> well yeah parang from the name excess baggage you know yeah but anyway yeah that's right because the synopsis frames it as them having problems with their excess yeah so yeah. it's actually uh, so I think by the mere fact that we already uh, discussed na they meet each other after them breaking up Let, let's make this a spoiler discussion then. okay so um so Jim <laughs> what did you think about excess baggage <laughs> I find it okay okay, yeah, okay. 
Um, kasi no pinanood namin to ng best friend ko, we're talking about it as well. So sabi namin, parang hindi siya walang bago dun sa ino-offer yung film. Uh-huh. Kasi napapanood na natin to yung Dan Villegas film. Ganun. Tapos, syempre, nagdala talaga ng film sila Angelica Panganiban and Carlo Aquino. It helps na ex-lovers yung dalawa. Yeah. Yon, May intertextuality. Yung uh, nangyari, diba? And hindi pa naman sila ulit, diba? Yeah. <laughs> just saying, just saying, wow. Ano kasi siya, eh, parang like, hype din siya because of because of that 90s, work, yeah. ano, sila, kids. And uh, first, for, probably because of that hype, first day, halos sold out lahat. Oh. Yeah. They had to nagbawas sila ng theaters for other films just to accommodate the sheer number of people. And just to, ano, to answer then um, Jim's comment na it's okay lang. It's like a uh, middling. The, the feeling ko lang um, uh, oh, parang ano, it's like ano diba kasi it instead of banking on extremes like let's say that thing called the Hannah na puro hugot or um, even meet me at singalin na extreme situations them never meeting ito it's really just what would happen it's like it's uh, may, may parang everyman quality siya na this, this actually the reality na many breakups are many relationships dissolve because of people cannot reco- people not reconciling who they actually are and who they want to be for a relationship so feeling ko lang they uh, in order to bolster ba yung relatability it's relatable sorry to in, in place of the hugot or yung parang mga other draws they really banked on the intertextuality na si of, of Cargill na ito yung ginamit ng draw instead of yung mga mga post na screen cap <laughs> DJ uh, ako uh, I agree with the common comment na excess baggage doesn't really bring anything new to the table yeah. it doesn't say anything new about relationships and I think it's actually aware about that yeah. naman uh, pero uh, about the way it's actually written the way it actually tells its story uh, I, pre- I appreciate na it's sort of non-linear yeah mm. yep na at least th- that part it makes it it's make it uh, it makes it more interesting to watch for me nga may eh may parang yung yung form ni deliberate siya kasi it's like it's a relationship the, the film is is framed as a relationship post-mortem uh-huh. and diba how do you do you post-mortem or if if you are post ito ako sa post-mortem oh, if ito ka <laughs> if, if, if galing ka sa breakup hmm. diba you look back at this mem- at the memories of what went wrong or parang what could have been done differently so ganoon yung, yung ano niya ganoon yung pagkakabinyat niya na in between their awkward present day interactions you're flashing back to how they began from the motions kasi una parang ano eh it's going through the motions lang eh may meet cute meet cute may ano pa nga eh yung magsusot ang suit bigla yung clean oh cleans up nicely yung uh, mga tropes the tropes of how they came together tapos it becomes the ano na yung the reality of ano of maintaining a relationship with two dif- uh, with two differing personas ba? Hindi. Yeah. It's more of ano pala eh. It's more of really them um, trying to fit the mold even if hindi, hindi, hindi talaga sila. Yeah. Um, about them being opposites, I, I think may, may point ka dun eh. Mm-hmm. Na, 
they they not really opposites but complementary personalities um uh dun sa review ko sa present confusion i i talked about how the film used their living spaces to translate parang who they are as people parang workshop ni Carlo Aquino or ni Nix is very messy lived in while yung mga condos ni Angelica or ni Pia they're very clean spartan wala masyadong furniture well may furniture pero hindi kalat kalat ganun akala ko like ano lang eh um ano lang yun eh Tawag tawag dito homage lang ito like crazy na oh, furniture, okay. furniture designers parang, <laughs> si Anton Yelkin. <laughs> parang then, parang oh, in that sense. Felicity Jones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in, in that sense. Yeah, that's a nice metaphor. Na. In that sense, parang excess baggage is about, is parang kung, kung maga sa pagdodoktor, is parang history and physical exam ng isang, <laughs> ng isang relationship. Parang you're trying to see the details of what went through with these two people, what caused them to fall in love, what caused them to break apart. And it's it's not one big thing. It's a, it's a bunch of little things. Parang may catalyst lang that set off the, the chain reaction of bad things that happen. And um, it's it's also about like going back to the concept of spaces. It's, it's trying to find a space for someone else. Parang including someone else in your life. And Sorry. if it's a good fit or not. Sorry, going back to that metaphor, yung condo kasi ni uh, sorry Piano or yeah. Angelica hindi naman siya doon nag-start eh kasi when they first yeah. met she still lived with a cousin she, she's yeah. living with so parang, else. I think that still fits in din sa metaphor kasi parang she's the one who tried to adapt more to the relationship ah, yeah. you know? true parang she emptied up herself kaya yeah. yung empty condo niya yeah. and she tried to ano isama doon si actually that's true kasi yung persona sila diba si Carlo he came from uh, uh, from, from a and gagalang siya sa isang long term relationship so it's really siya yung ano um, baguhan ba tawag hindi siya yung ano siya yung less experience in in having multiple relationships so si Angelica is the one who who's been in seven relationships trying to adapt every time na ano problema ako ba may mali why, why do I why do I have to keep changing myself for bakit ba ako kulang na 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 ganun lang so parang feeling ko rin siya it's like siguro what I like about it it's like the, the journey or the conflict is actually very internal kasi like example kay Carlo ano eh yung pag hindi nila pagtugma ni Angelica it's really the fallout of him even if he says even genuine siya na I love you for who you are pero if yung yung type talaga niya na even his mother would say na nabagay kayo na si Carlos he's really re- as a person he's restrictive yeah. he's um restrained habang si Angelica it's like this so even if, even if he's trying to change himself for um, to, to accept Angelica yung ano ba yun? yung parang nature parang the nature forcing forcing your hand forcing yourself to go against your nature really can cause conflict so it's really the fallout of a relationship is really based on if you can, if you're able to overcome your your own your own battles and likewise kay Angelica it's like Angelica naman it's like her problem is insecurities like kasi nga she's been in multiple relationships right now again feel niya um, ang tanga-tanga niya for her past mistakes mm-hmm. and Carlo and she hopes Carlo will accept her pero what if hindi what if Carlo doesn't like 
um, for for who she is and is, is trying to fit her in, into a mold. So, kumbaga, Parang may insecurities. Uh, yeah, yeah, insecurity. And what if these insecurities are proven right? Kumbaga, kasi diba, again, spoiler discussion, they are proven right na at the end, at the end of it all, though mahal siya ni Carlo, he, he still has a preference. Ba, or may lingering, may parang yeah. lingering feelings? Yeah, lingering. Or attachment. Excess baggage. Yeah, yeah. yeah, may excess baggage. Baggage siya sa kid Wayne. To the kind of person Dwayne was na baka mas tumasa kanya. Yeah. Uh, there is eh. Parang uh, if you guys if you guys have experienced yeah. before a relationship an intense relationship yeah. with someone else don't know if you can relate pero you know pero and then you start trying to yung nangangapa ka trying to fall yeah. in love again you can relate to this feeling of ano eh parang how can I can I let go yeah. of my past relationship in order to make this relationship work and since we're bringing like siguro past and siguro ano why I kind of understand it kasi parang being a person who's been in multiple relationships <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> humble brag eh. joke <laughs> okay. Okay. even if you love the person you're with right now it's it's ano naman it's inevitable na you compare like any merits of the current or yeah. the merits of the past yeah and of course you keep that internally yes and you try to mitigate or you try to re- you try to reconcile that with your, with your current partner eh, pero syempre there's a, there's a fear pa rin na yung current partner mo if he if she now dito um, feels that she's less than your past relationships yeah so, um I, the, the one thing i sorry, i really I I'm, I'm ano mumbling kasi <laughs> the, the, the the one thing i appreciated about this film is um parang hindi siya clean na yeah. medyo messy din yung pagka breakup nila yeah. there are a lot of things na unresolved it's it's, it's even if they say otherwise you know? yeah even if they say otherwise parang you can still feel na talagang may yeah. issues pa rin sila na natitira eh. it's it's not clean cut and it's it's also ambiguous especially in the ending yes um which I like I like ambiguous endings and, uh, it's like the whole film it's about them not getting over their quote unquote excess baggage but at the end of the film they become each other's excess baggage the yeah, ex uh, that they couldn't get over diba? interesting right diba? and um ano eh uh, I, I guess I have I can't avoid comparing this to another film about breaking up that came out recently by Star Cinema uh, The House of Us kasi in that film if I could call it a film um, it's it's ano it, it tries sorry ABS-CBN it tries to force you into 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 ano into like into rooting for this couple even though parang naghiwalay na sila eh parang she, she's not pa, parang there is no logical or in in the film there's no reason for them to get back together pero the main 
uh, her, the, the character, yung character ni Catherine Bernardo, she's constantly being hectored by all of these side characters na oh, by, circumstances na, by circumstance din eh. And by the film itself that, that they should get back together. In contrast, excess baggage is not like that. No pressure. No pressure. Parang oh. <laughs> it lets it lets these two characters um, grow organically. Yeah. The relationship um, grow, die off, and then maybe pri- try to grow again. And it doesn't force its hand. Parang the ending is not like, oh, sige, ano, bike na tayo. And you know, it's like in, a, in an age where all films, not, not all naman pala, pero most rom-coms are engineered na to be yeah. screen-capped and shared online. Creating a film lang na mas muted, mas, mas, mas restrained, it's, mas ano, ano matawag, midpoint lang, walang, walang emotional extremes. I think, steady, yeah. steady lang. I think, it's, yeah. it's ano, it's, I, I think it's, that, that's a beautiful accomplishment pa rin eh. Yeah, it, it's, to me, it's it's, it's um at, le- at the very least is above average compared yeah. to the, uh, there are there have been dozens of films yeah. romantic films oh. here and um, I, I appreciated this uh, excess baggage for it, for what it uh, was for me siguro kasi as a person jaded <laughs> and parang pagod na pagod na rin sa mga napapanood parang pa- pa- parang pa- palate cleanser and siya na yeah um it's oh. it's nice yeah. And um oh nga nakakasawa na rin yung hugot, di ba? Yeah. Parang if you get too much of it, parang magsasa- no, when I when I watched um, another film about hugot recently um, para sa mga broken hearted. Um parang I like the film. It was a nice film. Pero ano, parang kota na ako. Ayoko nang <laughs> ayoko nang manood pa, pero I know that the year's not yet over and there are at least three or four more films yeah. na ganitong okay. theme. Parang gusto ko yan, oh, yung sinabi Filbert D dun sa anin film na nakalimutan ko nang kalimutan ka ah, sa sobrang hugot wala nang natirang laman <laughs> wala nang laman wala nang laman sa sobrang dami hinugot <laughs> to be fair medyo nagustuhan ko naman ng konti yung nakalimutan ko nang nakalimutan ka. pero yun nga um, yun guys uh, any any other thoughts about excess baggage um, observation ko lang kasi di ba si Joy Ambasco ng ex di ba sa that, that thing called Tadhana ex din siya ni, ano, ni, ni Angelica pang Aniban. So shared universe oh, yeah. or alternate reality. Kaya natatawa lang ako while watching it. And I appreciate ko because yung part ni Colleen Garcia, di ba parang uh, cameo uh, lang, makikita mo yung ano niya. Si Colleen Garcia, siya si Dwayne. By the way, um, Dwayne Baltasar, who directed um, Gusto kita, with All My High Pakalam, she wrote this film and she had a character in this film named Dwayne. Parang, Dwayne. is she that character? Hugot ba yan sa personal experience? I don't know. <laughs> And ano, ito, nakita ko lang siya over the weekend. Uh, Meron pa nang ano, may shoot the scenes pala with Anton, pero hindi na-release online. Hindi, hindi na-release uh, pala. But si Anton pala is played by Aaron Villaflor. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, si Hoven. They're, they're, they're using it to promote the book. Uh, oh, okay. If you buy the book, you will get to know more about uh-huh. Anton and... Story and there are, there are actual like stills of the scenes. Na uh, ac- actually, guys, if you have the money or the time to read the yung mga films based on the book, yeah. I, I recommend you know taking a look. Kasi, for example, binili ko yung Sidden Aya yeah. na libro. Talaga? Just a script of basically the script of Sidden Aya. Ang dami dong details na wala sa pelikula. Ah, okay. Although, may, may part don that it may part don, especially about the ending, it removes 
removes a bit of ambiguity with regards to that scene. Pero in some other scenes, it reveals yung character thoughts, ganun, character actions. I think it's na-appreciate ko rin reading the script kasi ito, ito yung purest ba? Yeah, it's a purest um, form, the of, form of, the, the, of the story. And then, syempre, with the cutting, with the, uh, with, so with everything. Yeah. You also get to read the intentions yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah. 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 And ano? Of the script, right? Siguro ano rin, foreshadowing of our next episodes. Ang double twisting, ang double, double twist and double back. Also has a book coming yeah. out. Na, na, ano is it a novel or parang screenplay? It's a novel, I think. Novelization. Yeah, or no. Yeah. Or, or, or I don't know or baka the script. Mo and to be fair, kumikita yung mga ganung libro. I think really? best seller lang natu- National Bookstore was the novelization of Kita Kita. Ah. Uh, so, kumikita siya in fairness. <laughs> kumikita ang Kita Kita. Kumikita ang Kita Kita. Ito la, speaking of Kita Kita. Um, may sasabi sila na Kita Kita, actually the film showed in the Philippines is vastly different from the one shown abroad. Interesting. Though, kasi it's like it has re- recut daw. Sabi. Do you know the original what what was in the original film I don't know but the one that won awards so Japan Japan it, it, it's a daw ang ano ko nga ang balita is that ah uh, iba daw talaga yung gustong ending ng spring films than Secret Andrea Bernardes e, ending lang ba or ang narinig ko parang it's like really the cut is different eh. it's like the, parang less creepy ba yung character ni Emo I don't know I don't know hindi <laughs> ko alam nababalita less talkery so parang ano daw eh, after after winning awards abroad when they brought it here for studio distribution na parang the studio decided na hindi you have to uh, I have to change oh, this and this ah, yeah. I, I don't know uh, it, it, it is a rumors uh, I wish yun yung malungkot I guess with yung wala na masyadong DVD releases yeah. na may possibility of a director's cut or deleted yeah. scenes I would have loved to see um, what the film was mm-hmm. in its original form if it really was cut for um, local distribution kasi ako fan ako ni Sigrid from Lorna to from Lorna Mr. and Mrs. Cruz. I haven't seen Mr. and Mrs. Cruz. Mr. Pero, and Mrs. Cruz is probably her weakest film. Yeah, for like her past works like um, um, Anita, 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 Lorna. Those were Lorna, really yeah. favorites of mine. Very fun films. Out, and she's a very nice. Uh-huh. She has a very nice like body of work. Yeah, a femi- feminist. Yeah, very feminist. Okay, I'm sure you know. Michael Fawcett. We're watching Lorna. Yeah, you're. Si Michael. He was. Parang may issue siya on the on the technicalities. Because Michael B. Yung uh, uh, ano si Michael sa Canada projectionist or a. Pasa film. He's versed in film ano yah. Parang may mga issues sa, sa, sa technical operations of the film. Mm-hmm. And he was like, ano, he was like, let's take it down. Nasa likod ng pila namin. Ito si, si Sigrid. <laughs> Hi Sigrid, please join our podcast. The Opinions of Third World Cinema. Kasi Michael parang, Michael, <laughs> ano, he, just came, he just came back from Canada noon. So Michael uh, siya actually director noon. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Oops! <laughs> So, um, going back to excess baggage pala, I want to commend the production design and cinematography. Uh-huh. Mm, um, nice. Yung cinematography, I haven't really thought about it 
in the sense of how it contributes to the storytelling. Pero at least on a sensory level, it works. It's so pleasing. Eh. Yeah. Uh, even yung apartment lang ni Angelica before she moved to the condo, parang they frame it in such a way na may reflection yung I, neon light in the kitchen. Yeah. Speaking of reflections, gusto ko rin ng bandang dulo, like Carlos scenes are seen via makeshift mirrors. Yung mga yeah. when they broke up, di ba? Kasi Angelica was sitting here and so then on the side. So parang kita pa rin siya in the frame. Uh, oh, and then I think kasi ito yung period of reflection ni Carlo. Oh. Na, kasi actually siya naman talaga yung cause of their breakup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nga naman. Yeah. So even there and even sa dulo sa, sa party scenes, di ba? You can see scenes uh, told via mirrors. Yeah. Even dun sa last shot na he's looking yung parang lang yung pagkumuntun siya sa kotse. Yeah, he's reflected oh, in he's the mirror of the car. Oh. Okay. Parang ano yun, Oh, nice. nakakatawa doon kasi yung name ng car is OG OG ay ang pangalan ni Carlo Aquino sa Bata-Bata Pano ang ginawa is OG, OG. yung pangalan ng character niya so Easter Egg Easter Eggs <laughs> yung production design yung yung bahay ni Carlo slash workshop parang palagi siyang mausok no? so parang may uh, volume light tuloy na yes. lumalabas parang smoky, smoky uh, atmosphere uh, pero most of the scenes are set at night tapos yung soundtrack niya ay maybe <laughs> In fairness, nga. so guys, um, any any other last or thoughts on excess baggage? It's it's fine. It's go good. watch it. Go watch it. If it's yeah. a, it's still theaters. It's still in theaters, and it's it will still be in theaters for a very probably. for a few more weeks probably. I'm interested in seeing ano ba to? Ito ba yung uh, black ship black ship sa studio? Ito ba yung gusto niyang bitch? Like um, kasi the next films like yung to love somebody <laughs> uh, by Jason Pollock naman yeah. and what's other film na ano na kay kay JP Habak yeah kay Elise Hoson and yeah it's uh, Maclis it's uh, a Maclis yeah. film I don't know the name they're all parang rom-coms na ano ba unconventional rom-coms yeah. matawag doon although um, sabi nga naman ng Black Sheep they're not trying to they're, they're trying to work with other gen- genres yeah. pero yung pinakamabenta lang talaga ngayon is yung romantic film so. pero how unconventional can rom-coms be there? yeah <laughs> actually dumadating lang tayo sa point na yung unconventional ay yung conventional kasi look at, look at happy at, ending uh, they look at no, Baggage. Look at the excess baggage. Because uh-huh. we've been we, from in the 90s, or in the early 2000s, it's really the um, how dito, happy ending. Yeah. Like yeah. The, they evolved over the years. It's like the reversal. The 500 years of 500 years. 500 days yeah, of summer. Unhappy endings. And we do that thing called the Lana. So now, it's a midpoint. Na hindi siya Big endings. <laughs> Realistic. Siya, yeah. Grounded. Lang. Grounded lang siya. I mean, uh, it's, it's not wish fulfillment. It's not hugot culture. Guys, guys, siya. guys. May, may suggestion ako uh-huh. para ma-improve ang ano natin, uh-huh. rom-com creativity. Mag-rom-com film festival tayo. Sige. Tapos ano, tapos syempre yung mga submissions eh, parang in the future, rom-coms, I know, love is banned. Gano'n. <laughs> <laughs> para ano maging creative sila I actually no para no, magbigay ka ng concept lang <laughs> oh concept bahala lang bahala kayo bahala kayo yeah. hindi ba kasi like this year si Denaya never not love you yeah. these are these are not these are not um hugot culture they are not also wish fulfillment pero ano lang yeah. grounded takes lang talaga sila so. and si Denaya ano it's probably my favorite still my favorite film of 2018 
between the local. I, I, I love that film. Pero I don't know with you guys. You, you, you liked it more than St. Galen? I liked it more than St. Galen. Yung ayaw ko lang sa St. I, like, I love St. Galen too. But the one thing the one thing I like I, I didn't like so much about say yung, yung parang transitions parang uh, one year later <laughs> yun lang talaga sobrang nitpick lang pero alam mo parang napansin ko yung scene galen and like si, si Denaya they have the basic they structure have, they have the, the basic structure yes ang ayaw ko lang sa si Denaya yung parang yung Japanese subplot niya medyo parang nag- naguluhan ako parang uh, yung ba yun uh, I think it's ano eh it's, it's Aya coming to terms with the fact na she's becoming her mother yeah and um she she ultimately makes the decision between um her familial responsibilities or her love with Ding Dong Dantes it felt rushed sa film siguro pero I really like that film rin. yeah ano lang may, may may certain tama rin siya sa akin tsaka, yeah. tsaka sa Japan parang yung mga yeah. pinagshoota nila napunta ako na yun yeah ang ganda ako rin eh hello Japan eh. so yeah, ayun any last thoughts about excess baggage alright <laughs> so tonight we're here just to forget no words or lies we might regret And we don't have to know how deep we'll fall So we're here again, guys. Um, we're talking about um, our expectations for the upcoming Cinema One Originals Film Festival. As of this recording, it's coming out this Friday, if I'm not Yeah, mistaken. Friday. And, um, the so, opening film is on Tuesday. Yeah, the opening film is A Star is Born, starring Lady Bradley Gaga. Cooper and El Gaga. <laughs> Lady Gaga. Um, it's a remake of, um, of the, fourth the, remake. the fourth remake of the 1937. 1954, yeah. 1976. Remember, <laughs> 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 like, a historian. So, um, let's go. Do you have? A, do you guys have a list of the cinema one films? It depends. What do? You, what are we looking for right now? Or will we start with the entry? Let's start. Let's start with the, ano, the films and in competition. Okay. Um. So, do you have a list of the films in competition? Yeah. So let's start with double twisting, double back. So double twisting, double back. It's a what is it? Psychosexual gymnastic. Yeah, I don't know. Erotic sports thriller <laughs> with gymnasts. Yeah, which yeah. From the concept alone, I want to see what yeah. the hell this is. Me too. Yeah, parang ano siya? Parang frenetic yung FMC na trailer. I know not everyone watches trailers, but ah, it's like a para batong De Palma ish na yeah, like ah, because I saw the psychosexual trailer De Palma <laughs> <laughs> I personal but it will also deal with, with mental with mental health yeah oh. so parang, ang, ang, layers lang. Pero, I think this this for me is one of the most interesting in, in terms of, of the year yes. <laughs> if they don't have like a Chinese ribbon scene <laughs> I will protest it. Meron si Elora, meron siya. May Chinese, oh, yeah. and then I'm set for life. Yeah. <laughs> Kasi I see her, ano, I see her posts, and meron siya mga, her practicing. 
That's nice. Yeah. So um, I think the stars, uh, what's his name? Tony Labrusca. Yeah. Tony Labrusca and Joanne Bascon. Joanne Bascon, and they trained for this, right? Yeah. And siguro kasi no, we have I have context. Na I I I'm friends with Shandy, the producer. Uh-huh. So I see the, the regular updates and like intense na they're they're really training hard for for this film. Na, I'm um how about kunyari maging ano to parang esprit de corps pero with gymnastics oh pwedeng ganun pwedeng din no kasi, kasi siguro one of my biggest issues like isang moment by boss feel ko like hindi na push yung physicality and uh, very halata sa very halata sa shots pero here I've seen the from the trailer yeah. you, you really see them doing uh, the flips and the yeah I haven't seen the trailer by the way yeah. so. and ano yung nga I'm seeing Shandy's post and then like, like ano may mga may mga injured pa <laughs> wow um, are these guys like um, in a competition in a gymnastics competition I'm not sure but it's, com- it's the competitive world of gymnastics but there's gonna be gymnastics yeah. like the balls and the jumping <laughs> yeah and si Tony I don't know if may background ba siya sa pagiging gymnast pero convincing eh convincing he's a very he's jacked <laughs> he's a very um, fit guy yeah. and I won't be surprised if or even if you're, if, even if you're fit diba parang doesn't follow na you're flexible and you can yeah maybe he does it with grace oh yeah pero ang expectation ko kasi dito bihira tayong mag mag feature ng mga sports sa ano eh genre film that is true maliban sa basketball siguro and Telma I haven't seen Telma kasi ni ano eh Maha Salvador so akala ko yung Telma na ano <laughs> so hindi ko alam parang bihira tayong makaparoon ng mga parang sports related yeah and just for that I'm gonna give this a watch yeah next film um okay next film actually this is the second one I'm, I'm really look forward to Aswang. Okay. Um, That's by Brazil. Sorry. Oh, oh. Rainier Brazil. Yeah. Um, first name. Eh. Yeah. I guess the Aswang here in this context is does not refer to the yung yung the vampiric creature. Hmm. It refers to the Bicolano god of if, sin. Yeah. Or, it's actually called uh, an odd superhero inversion kind of film. So parang ano? Is, do you think parang documentary style kaya? Documentary siya. Parang siyang it's like um, what we do in the shadows yeah exactly that's what, that's what I'm seeing ang iisip ko naman sa kanya is like shadow of a vampire niya no Willem Dafoe it's really a comedy it's really a comedy that's mm. the concept I mean I'm, I'm trying to summarize the synopsis but it's basically a film crew try to dispel or try to um, dive deep into this as Wang and then they, they get embroiled sorry I'm ang tawag doon sa term na yun, they become involved uh-huh. sa, sa quest, sa isang quest ni ni Aswang sa mountains. So they end up bonding. And natatawa ako. <laughs> Or ako lang ba ito na si Aswang, yung fashion sense ba niya ay It's parang, very... parang, parang parang kay Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> Pwede na. Kevin de la Pius. Siya ba nga na? Siya ba ang basis? <laughs> Kung mag-guest yun sa atin, it will be full of Kevin. crazy. It's really, ano, it's really, ano, um, what they do in the shadows. Kasi they like, the trailer it's like uh, they're gonna build up the horror of the yeah, song it's kind of tongue in cheeky let's see him playing piano na, <laughs> na weird so there's this like tonal ano, yeah. I hope yeah. they manage to juggle the tones yeah. right kasi kung, kung weird yung yung tonal shifts yeah. niya it might not work as a yeah. film pero I'm, I'm I have high hopes for this film saka Chai Vona shares Chai Vona shares 
film. Ano it's, it's Alvin, ano pala, Alvin Uitingo. Siya si Aswang, di ba? Who directed, she, he directed this film, right? No, no Rainier Brizuela. Um, have you seen him in anything else? I've seen him in Sarah. About the princess, ganun? No, the old, the old show. Ah. Uh, <laughs> 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 si Sarah Geronimo. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Sa ko ba? Sa princess. There's also a short history of a few bad things. Okay. Like Keith Delegerio. Oh, yeah. Um, Keith Delegerio is one of my favorite filmmakers. I don't know if you've seen full length. That's why I'm excited about this. Um, have yeah. you seen Iskalawags? No. Um, it's described as a straightforward noir procedural that has social political underpinnings. I hope so. Kasi because all of all of Delegerio's films before this, they have been anything but straightforward. They are anything but. I haven't seen Lily, pero ang dami sabi sa akin ng mga Daily Lily, yung, yeah. ano niya, yung ginawa niya feministic on the Manananggal, but that's one. It's like a revenge film, feminist revenge film with supernatural-ish oh. elements. Yeah, I, I, that was the cinema one uh, I was not in the country. So, and yeah. his short film, Babylon, of course, very, like a time travely shenanigans film. <laughs> Ganun. Sabi nga ng German critic, trash cinema. <laughs> <laughs> no, in a fun way. Yeah. In a fun way. There's all, may nabasa ako in, uh, interview sa Inquirer I think na Delere is claiming na this is nothing like his previous films kasi he's oh. a filmmaker who doesn't want to make the same film same kind of film twice is this starring Victor Neri ah, na who's, ca- who's having like a uh, bus? resurgence ah, from Bybus Victor Neri yeah. Yeah. also ano he was in one of my favorite cinema one films the tawag dito yung kay Dododayaw ah Violator Violator yeah. yeah. And uh, okay. Uh, next. Then there's Bagyong Beverly. Oh, this one has a roof of making to. Yeah, by Charlie Bebs Gohitia. Go- yeah. Yeah. So it's um, which tells the story of a heartbroken woman that has a super typhoon as an alter ego. Super typhoon. Yeah, di ko di ko. Parang kolosal pero typhoon yung monster. Actually, I don't know. I don't know. Of course, we haven't seen it. Yeah. Pero pero impeg niya di ba? Um, I would watch this just for Rufa Familia. Ah, nakita niyo ba yung acceptance speech niya sa Perpetual? <laughs> Charot talaga. Um, yung si Charlie Bebs, yung, yung film na nakita ko pa lang sa kanya was... Um, yeah. Was, I, no, no, no. Um, I love you, thank you. It's okay, pero may mga corny moment. I liked it. Um, Naparad ko rin yung ano niya, yung doki niya na kung giyon sa pagbuhat ng binisayang Chapsuit. Um, included nung si Nito to yung ka-competition niya yung walang rape sa bonto. That's the way oh. 2014. Oh, okay. So, kamusta yun, Jim? Okay siya sa akin. So, maganda yun. Okay. Um, he makes okay films. Um, I hope ma- magamit niya yung comedic talents niya. This November, meron siyang bagong film rin na yung Class of 2018. Yung, ano, Horror to, di ba? It's Parang siya ano eh, feeling ko ano rin siya eh, may, may, may pagka-campy genre film rin siya na I hope so, I hope. Battle Royale slash with, with zombies. Parang ano. Battle Royale, I'm <laughs> so, uh, oh, ano siya. Uh, Good or bad, I'm and watching uh, this film. It's a funny part rin, it's, it's basically Going Bolilit Gone Wild. Like, oh yeah, kasi it has the cast of Going Bolilit, yeah, eh. all grown up. CJ. I think Kirai Selis is in this. Yeah, Kirai, Nash. <laughs> 
So, I'm gonna watch something in November. Come on, guys. Yeah. Next film. Then we have fisting. How can uh, we forget yeah. fisting? Yeah, we will call it fisting, but fisting. It's, not. it's just fisting. I'm I'm doing the fisting yeah. motion was, right now. Was now it's 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 called it's apparently called by never the title. never never tell us apart. Never tell us apart sounds like a star cinema film. Eh. Yeah. Parang don't this give up summer. on us. Yeah. It it can't eh. Never tell us apart. Never tell us apart is a subtitle. Was the fisting part? Parang yeah. ano siya? Um, in a window. <laughs> I'm curious. <laughs> to see why this film is called Fisting. Yeah. And kasi nung, I, th- I think Philbert Lee said during the pitch of this film, um, Wami Alcazarin explained why it was called Fisting. Yeah. And I'm, 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 I like to, I, have you seen uh, Wami's Alcazarin's previous no. two films? So he did Colossal and then Islands. I'm not sure if Colossal was cinema one, but Islands was cinema one. They're very, um, they're kind of abstract. They're long. It, it takes a bit of patience to watch through it. It's sometimes very ambitious. There's there's a part in Islands that's sci-fi-ish, and um, yeah, it, it deals with very grandiose or very interesting concepts. This has been described as a third-world third espionage <laughs> film with old country folklore, and see, Jasmine Curtis is a dominatrix apparently. So because of that, I will watch this film. And shot, and shot on an iPhone 10. Shot on an iPhone 10, which is amazing. Um, I, I'm the, the remarkable thing about this film, when it was still titled Fisting, was that a lot of my friends were talking about it. Yeah. And um, to be fair, it was creating buzz. Parang, panurin ko kaya to, ganun. So, unfortunately, they changed the title for some reason. Maybe it offended someone. But I, I've never seen anyone offended by... It's, it's fisting, come on. Do you want to explain? <laughs> fisting. Fisticuffs. Then, then, then let's move to the next film. Rizzo's Peaceful okay. by Bobby Bonifacio. It's described as a botched crime that that concludes in a hospice that happens to be haunted. Oh, yeah. At least Anna Abad Santos ang bida dito. Oh, really? Who I loved in Apocalypse, Apocalypse Child. Apocalypse Child. Yeah. Um, who's the, no? Who's the young woman who's in Hospicio? Loy Santa. Yon. And um, I don't know what to say about this. It's, it looks interesting. Yeah, ako rin. Um, ano ba yung mga... Yung girl interrupted by it, it takes place in, ano, in, in a hospital. In a mental hospital. Yeah. Maybe it's like this? With supernatural elements? I don't know. It's a, it's a sort of sequel to his film, Numbalik Diwa. I, I haven't seen I that. haven't seen oh, I love Numbalik Diwa. Maricel Soriano. Oh, what's, what's Numbalik Diwa about? Um, uh, Numbalik Diwa is about... Uh, it's a ritual that uh-huh. once you kill the person and then you eat the flesh of that person that pinatay, it's yung spirit. Oh, ah, interesting. So it's a sort of sequel though. So I don't know if it's a spiritual sequel or if it's a direct sequel. Uh, tell us, Jim, when we talk about this. Okay. Okay. okay, next film. Then there's Rod Singh's Mamu and a Mother 2. What's this about? Which tells the story of a middle-aged transgender who finds herself becoming 
surrogate mother to another to, to her transgender niece interesting um is the lead actress here also transgender in real life yeah i guess yeah, right parang yeah. siya no um is a quick change yeah she was yeah she was uh, quick change what's her name she, i forgot the name eh. well anyway it's such a shame that <laughs> <na nakalimutan ko. laughs> interesting um uh, i've seen this kind of concept a similar concept before mimi wareza yeah mimi wareza i didn't google it dumating na sa utak ko um there was a similar concept pero hindi hindi transgender yung child um yung LGBTQ parent single parent taking care of a child it's medyo na naano na siya with short films but I'm, I'm interested to see how they will tackle this interested ako because it's an LGBTQ themed film there's yeah. another film yung paglisa ni Carl Papa so it's an animated animated yeah. film that tells the story of a couple who is struggling to keep their marriage together as one of them suffers from early signs of dementia okay. si Carl Papa really like siya si Manang Bering diba? yeah he made Manang Bering yeah. one of my favorite films of I think 2015? Yeah, that's 2015. So again, it's, demen- it's sickness, not dementia. It's yeah. sickness and animation. So, yung dalawang yun, yung ano niya eh. Um, he, he, and as an animator, he makes, he, he likes to, hindi lang, like, Manang Bering was rotoscope, right? Yeah. And then, um, his short film that I can't remember the name, it was like, stop motion animation so parang ano and then with pagdisan is more conventional yeah. drawings so talagang in terms of animators is one of the kumbaga parang ano parang for me parang children's aesthetic no ano eh. so yeah. I don't know if makinalaman yun sa family aspect so pero we'll, we'll see we'll see I, if it's if it's anywhere near as strong as Manang Biring this could yeah. be a contender for best. one of the best films of 2018. Yeah. Then we have, I think, this yung the replacement entry. Kijan Lapus. Oh, oh what was what was MMK. I remember there was a an entry yung palibasa babae ni Iris Lee. Oh, does it? Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know what happened to. Okay, probably budgetary problems. So what happened? So here, sa pang MMK, it tells the story of a young man who visits his estranged father's funeral with uh-huh. unexpected results. So funeral, funeral cinema. Another so, entry to funeral yeah. cinema. Um, I saw the trailer for this. It was. I, uh, <laughs> it was. Uh, it it felt very. Um, it, MMK. <laughs> it felt very MMK. It's not. It's not the usual film that you would expect at a Cinema One original. Like, but you know, um, I have an open mind. <laughs> I I'll, I'll give this one a chance. Let's see what what's, what happens. So, before we leave, um, I'm gonna ask all of you, what have you seen recently, and or and or what have, what would you recommend? So, Jim, let's start with you. Have you seen anything recently? Konti lang eh. Sige, go lang. Kissing booth. Kissing booth and... <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Cruz. Mr. and Mrs. Cruz. Okay. How do you watch Mr. and Mrs. Cruz? Ah. 
Yes. How did you watch it? Diba, by, watch via it. legal means, diba? <laughs> <laughs> by hashtag legal means. Hashtag <laughs> legal. Meron siguro yan sa iFlix. Yeah. <laughs> um, what did you think? Was it good? No. I enjoy yeah. it naman. Yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I, yun nga, I think, it, ito ba yung kay Sigrid? Yes. Yeah, I think this is her, one of her weaker entries. Pero it was, it's fine for me. Yeah. Ako, I've been venturing on series. So, I've seen Maniac. Uh-huh. I've been watching ano rin, forever sa uh-huh. Amazon Prime. By the way, may ano lang Amazon Prime sa Pilipinas. So In fairness. I'm, I'm watching forever. Tapos, what else? Films. For films, I saw this kasi I'm doing remote reviews for this, for Lund Film Festival. So, it's a German film fest. Uh-huh. And I, I saw this film, Liver, Liver Leaf. Liver Leaf. Oh, weird siya. <laughs> it's, ano, it's like a Japanese teen revenge film thriller pero parang violent very stylized um bloody like is it like yeah. um wait there's this prolific japanese director na, na hyper violent yung ano siya cartoon like yung parang biglang buhay bilis yung tao si, ah okay pagtama ng hammer so it's like very Baka anime machine gun girl or something like that i don't know basta parang, parang ganun naging ano siya like from from a high school high school drama biglang nagkakaroon ng interludes na very frenetic uh, violence na yung asan talaga yung, yung, yung tao biglang bibilis yung takbo niya that's uh, it so it's kind of I don't know if it's for me but I'm gonna write on it so <laughs> DJ have you seen anything recently? Uh, wala masyado except for ano hinabol ko yung Miss Granny sa theaters <laughs> Kamusta Miss Granny? I really enjoyed it saka uh, especially the music siguro yung old school music na yes. revive actually uh, lo- uh, sinerge ka siya eh parang uh, old Filipino originals pala siya yeah and um, Sal I've watched all of the remakes of Miss Granny and um, yung comparisons <laughs> very lengthy ano very lengthy article and uh, they use ano they use music that's native to their country uh, of ano all of them so um, Japanese songs they use enka or yung mga 50s ganang Japanese music same with Viet- Vietnam China they use like um, I'm not sure if it's Mandarin pop or Kanto hindi siya Kanto pop eh. parang Kanto pop. parang old Chinese music uh, tas Taiwanese pop singer yung name sing niya instead of Audrey Hepburn and uh, ganun din sa Indonesia ganun. so Pero what's with the Miss Granny remake so bakit, bakit naging ano siya naging ubiquitous mabenta Ewan ko, yung CJ Entertainment sells the rights eh, for the remix. I guess successful siya. It's, it's a very universal story yes. eh, about so. youth. Parang, eh. Yeah, it's just a really good story na. Yeah, and it's it's, it's like a very family oriented story. Yes. Eh. So it, 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 <laughs> it, it works for Asian markets. Siguro. Yon. Um. So ako naman. Um. I recently watched um. Para sa Broken Hearted by Diego Riccio. Um, it's very visually creative. Dami niyang maraming gimmick. Nung, uh, um, so the elevate ba niya si Marcelo Santos the third? Uh, you, the, the material is ano parang is is basic basic as fuck ganun. it's it's basic material pero parang nadala naman niya parang uh, the first two stories they're fine the last story hindi ko masyadong type para siyang para siyang masyadong sumusunod sa manic pixie dream girl cliches pero 
overall it was fine. And then I also watched um, Imus Productions Tres, starring Three Revilla Brothers, out of 72. I don't know how many. So best film of the year, but crazy. <laughs> Siguro top 5 <laughs> Top 3 Top 3 <laughs> Top 3 um, uh, I'm so sorry guys The first The first The first part was an, A 90s action film On Speed Parang Parang nag drugs yung action film So parang Ganun siya Um, <laughs> to the point of ano ba pinapanood ko ganun the second part was um, very reminiscent of um, mga films in the early 2000s it's about Luigi Revilla he's a drug user and then he naakit siya ni Asunta De Rossi talaga si Asunta De Rossi you know? so may callback talaga to the 2000s tapos they have a sexual relationship together they do the sexual stuff and drugs and ano it leads to some bad things happening tapos parang parang ano yung hindi ko magets yung point niya parang ano, ano na parang nagdrugs ka di, parang yung implication is pag nagdrugs ka wala ka ng kwenta nandun si Myrtle Sarosa which is a shame kasi gusto ko si Myrtle Sarosa hi Myrtle please uh, joke lang Pero, ano Wonder Braden um, she's decent eh she's like the voice of reason Tapos parang the film snuffs out this this reason <laughs> reason very quickly and then, the, and then the third film 72 hours it's better it's better if you think about if you think of it if it exists in a very in, a, in an alternate earth na, which has two hour days kasi may scene doon na sobrang dilim tapos two hours later sa countdown ano tanghali na ganun tapos and very patriarchal so meron doon parang yung mga female side yung mga female leads doon they're just there to serve as love interest for Jolo Revilla si Rian Ramos to again Rian Ramos I, I love her as an actress she's decent I wish she was in I wish she were in better films <laughs> parang parang her only ano dito her only role in this film is to look worried maybe kick like several times and then die spoiler alert but no one will probably watch this film who cares um, only to be replaced by Lovey Poe Lovey Poe makes a cameo in the end of this film she, she yung replacement ni ano ni Rian Ramos san san to sa sa third part ng tres I'm confused in between the film nagkaroon like, like, ng change actress no I mean um so ano so may may pideya si ano si Jolo pideya si Jolo PNP si Rian Ramos Rian Ramos gets into all kinds of shenanigans and dies Jolo is like oh I'm so sad I'm so sad and then after a few minutes pumasok si Lovey Poe I'm the new PNP replaceable character parang shake hands tayo the end so Tres please don't watch it ever unless unless you hate yourself 
a very straightforward <laughs> I'm so sorry guys, parang I'm so sorry. The views of John. <laughs> Persona non grata sa Cavite. Pero charot yeah, lang. Taga Cavite ako. The views and opinions. Not, not a fan the views and opinions of, of the other third world <laughs> I'm not a fan of the reveal as well. Pero yun. Um, Baka maging persona non grata sa hindi ng bayan. That's it for third world cinema club. It's a very long episode guys, di ba? Um, we'll come back next time to discuss Cinema One Originals. Third World Cinema Club